Nicole. Elter. What is on the menu for today? Well, I want to talk about a part of the world of dance I miss since we entered into the pandemic. Okay, let me guess. Choreography? Yes, that. And I also miss the prep, Elter. I know what you mean. What I really love about organizing a festival is to be able to drop in on rehearsals, seeing all the behind-the-scenes stuff that are happening. Yeah, it's such a privilege to be able to get backstage and see the creation process. I love every bit of it. And then it goes so quickly. After months, sometimes years of preparation and practice, dancers and everybody involved in the production know they're only going to get one shot at getting it right, especially for one-night-only performances. So I keep going back to one of those performances that I created, and it was hard to know how it was going to turn out. That doesn't sound like you. <laughs> well, it was a duet. My dear friend Toyin asked me to choreograph a big show she was putting on. It was a really important show for her. Why did it feel so let's say, unpredictable. The dance partner she had selected had never, ever danced before. Wait, what? Say more, please. What do you mean? <laughs> okay, I'm holding back. It was her fiancé, Josh, and it was for their wedding. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's recording. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Hello, it's Odessa. You're listening to Mumbo. Make sure you include your last name so we know which Odessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, it's Odessa Kellabay. You're listening to Mumbo, the new podcast series from Fall for Dance North. Okay, Toyin and Josh. They're the kind of couple that goes big or goes home. And leading up to their big day reminded me that the preparation for any performance with high stakes, whether it's professional or personal, has a big, big emotional journey behind it. But maybe I should let Toyin and Josh tell you about it. You know how some women think about their wedding and plan their wedding in advance? I did not care who I married, when I married, where it was, what it looked like, what dress I wore, what my hair looked like. I cared nothing about anything. The only thing I knew was I'm going to do a dance at my wedding. Two months before the wedding, I was like, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a dance at our wedding. She sprung it on me. I knew that she loved to dance. That was fine. I'm not sure that I saw how it would affect me. Josh was just like, like, no, no, no way. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I mean, she's, she's Nigerian. Everything in Nigeria is dance. The plain truth is we were going to dance at the wedding a lot because Nigerian weddings are like all dance all day. That might have been a little bit of pressure. I knew Josh is not a dancer. I was an absentee when it came to dance prior to that. Like, even if we're like, yo, can you just get a little wiggle in your hips? Anything. Anything could make Toyin dance. She's cooking when she feels happy, when she sees a butterfly. He doesn't even go on the dance floor when he's not the center of attention. I don't know where to put my feet. I don't know where to put my hands. I don't know where to look. 
I don't know if I should smile. I was like, babe, like this is not optional. <laughs> I will dance at my wedding and you are going to be my husband. So uh, we will dance at our wedding. He said yes, but it was literally a, this is how much I love you, yes. But it helped that it was gonna be choreographed because at least I'm gonna be told what to do. We decided to do a swing, jazz, like old school style. So it takes away a lot of the guesswork out of what I considered dancing to be. A lot of flips and just things that even the people who have seen me dance would be like, whoa, okay. Someone's gonna tell me to put my feet here and that's what I'm gonna do. If it looks bad, I'm gonna tell you because I don't want you to look bad either. We just started practicing. We practiced in a legitimate dance studio, downtown Toronto. You know, the first time we showed up, Josh was not even dressed ready for it. I just showed up with everyday street clothes, not knowing that I'm gonna have to stretch, I'm gonna have to bend certain ways, I'm gonna have to lift twin. I was completely out of my comfort zone. Even the simple steps, uh, I had nothing to fall back on. Like there were so many moves that Nicole had suggested that were totally out there. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. She didn't struggle at all. She was so good. This one move, I was like, no. <laughs> there was an incident with a handstand. I was supposed to hook my knees on his shoulders and then he would spin me around with my arms out to the side. If I was too close to him, I would hit his face. If I was too far from him, he couldn't catch me and I would fall on my back. I had never once done a handstand, a cartwheel, anything like that. So now Josh is like, oh, come on, Toya. If you're going to push me, if I'm going to be doing this, then you're going to do this. You can do this. And I'm like, don't let me down. Like, catch me. Like, you talk about trust falls. <laughs> Josh is very steady. So whereas I'm freaking out, going, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Even when there were moves that he probably felt he couldn't do, he's like, okay, let's try it. Being able to move is, is a new form of expression that I hadn't really tried before. Uh, it kind of drew out different parts of myself that without her around, kind of aren't there. <laughs> because I am so loud, often people just kind of allow me to just do my thing. And he was that friend that was just like, yo, Toyin, here's what I'm seeing right now. And that really gave me a real respect for him. On the wedding day, oh my gosh, I was nervous. It was a surprise. Nobody knew that we were going to do it. Every spare moment we could get, we're like, let's just go, let's just run it. Let's just, let's just mark it, even if we don't have space to run the whole thing. I actually got the feel like this is a, a real thing. It's a production. It's not just me in my living room doing a two-step. Heading for the reception, me and him are even talking about the dance. We're like, are you ready? Are you good? You got this? Everybody was asking, Where's the bride and groom? It's weird. Why aren't they here? Oh, oh, oh. Our music oh, just started, oh, and this was a song we wrote, and they can hear oh, our voices in the song. Oh, so now everybody oh, knows something's going on. And so we jumped into the dance, and it was just like, it was just on from there. People were definitely surprised. They were probably more surprised to see me dance like that than to see Toyin dance like that. They were just like, rah, yes, yes, yes. But just the fact that we did a choreographed dance uh, stood out as well. 
I could tell people loved it. There was a lot of cheering. There was a real display to me of our marriage where he is willing to step out of his comfort zone to make me happy. And it, it's amazing. With our relationship, dance isn't just about like the action, the movement. Dancing is that thing that I had always said, it's not going to happen. Dance is about a deeper connection. It's really a way that I was able to show her just how much I love her and that there's, there's really nothing that will hold me back from showing that to me. Oh my God, they are so cute. Right? So then what happened? With what? With dance. I want to meet them. I want to know <laughs> if they're still dancing. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's give them a call. So it's been how many years since the both of you have been married? Five years. How has married life been for you? When we got married, I was like, is, is this supposed to be this Good, like this much fun. It, it sounds like it sounds like you don't have kids yet. We do. We have two. We have two kids. Oh, you do? Oh, wow. Have two okay. Kids. <laughs> so tell us, um, since your wedding, how has dance remained a part of your lives? Well, we dance in the home. Yeah, we dance all the time. <laughs> we dance around each other, with each other. Random times, Josh will just come up to me and we just do like the sway. You know, it's not like a full dance, it's just the sway. And I'm like crying, I'm like, this is just so sweet. And Josh was like, are you okay? <laughs> and he's like, okay, we're just swaying. So we, we, we dance just kind of casually all the time. And then I was like, you know what? Let's learn some like basic, basic dancing. And so we decided to do like a little YouTube course thing. How to dance just in uh, everyday situations, like going to someone else's wedding. If it's 4-4, I can dance to it after we finish this course. But this was like, let's, let's get some core moves that we can do together. It's cool to see it work. Literally any song that's 4-4, I kind of know what to do now. What are we looking at here? Are we looking at kickball changes? Are we looking at backflips and cartwheels? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it would be better shown, displayed, and maybe you guys can tell us what type show of dance it is. Perfect. Show us. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's do. Let's do what we do now, and and just like this is living room date night dancing, so it's very very simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we play music? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're spinning. <laughs> okay, we are doing the infinity loop. <laughs> and then the pedal bit. Oh my gosh! Ah! <laughs> infinity loop, infinity loop. Yes, infinity loops for days. The infinity loop looks like it's your sweet spot. That's right. It is. Signature move. That's the signature, that's right. Two are are tugging at my heartstrings right now. (laughs) Wow. Nice, thank you. It's so (laughs) 
cool to see just how much dance has become a part of your your lives. That's right. <laughs> Tell me, what does that add to your relationship? I'm curious to know. Definitely relieves some tension. Mm-hmm. Adds yes. a lot of joy. It's a way to pattern interrupt and connect and laugh together and have fun together. And then we kind of go back into, you know, I go down to the my, my office space downstairs and he goes to his office space upstairs and we're like, okay, cool, let's yeah, keep going. It's time for us to actually look at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like we have kids and dance is a part of our family. And that's beautiful to me. Like my daughter sees us dancing and so she wants to come and do her dips and get spun and to see my little one-year-old do his little bob. They get to see us enjoying one another, enjoying time with one another. And my kids, they're like, I want to be in the middle of it, carry me. (laughs) Any desire to perform again publicly? I would. I I told Josh, I was like, you know what I would want to do one day? I would want us to like create a new one, a new dance, learn it, and then throw a party for our friends and then just just whip it out on them like we did at the wedding. Now, I know a festival that might want to put you on stage. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, we just, we'll just be giving you a call. <laughs> you just listened to Mambo from Fall for Dance North. This episode was produced by Jess Shane and was hosted by me, Ilter Ibrahimov, and Turnout Radio's Nicole Hamilton. Our theme music is by Johnny Spence. The rest of the music we used in this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions and Ketza. The 2020 edition of Fall for Dance North is all available online on our website, ffdnorth.com, with live and digital experiences from September 29th to October 18th, 2020. This season of Mambo has six episodes with the first three coming out on September 30th and the last three coming out on October 7th. Thanks for listening.